Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This Morning, Morning Walk, Walk podcast. podcast. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Libby. How you doing? Hot, 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 <laughs> drippy, sweaty, hot. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> Absolutely the same. Absolutely the same. A lot of iced tea, a lot of water, just trying to stay unparched. <laughs> exactly. We haven't talked in a while. You've been on the road ripping and running. Tell us about where you've been, what you've been doing. Yeah, well, I have been on the road and I love traveling, but you're right. It's meant that you and I haven't had a conversation. So I spent a little time in Denver with my elder son, which was joyous and lovely. It is a beautiful city. I mean, being able to look up at those mountains, pretty glorious. Then I was over in the west of Wales at an event that is just one of my favorite things in the world, something called the Do Lectures with a bunch of wild people. We did some beautiful walks there. And then I went to London where it was smoking hot. Oh my gosh, did some very short walks there. And now I'm in Manhattan. And I'm with a dear friend who we get up early in the morning, we walk through the flower markets. Hmm. It's so beautiful. It's so easy to think of urban landscapes as not having that kind of natural beauty. And this morning, wherever we went, there were bees. It was so glorious. So the flower market had flowers outside and there were bees buzzing around. And then we went, walked down to the meatpacking district and there's these beautiful planters that have been planted specifically to attract the bees into the city. So it was really, it was really a hot, but beautiful walk. How about you? What did you do today? A super short walk. My personal trainer came and I was already kind of beat after our session. And then I was like, if I don't walk now, I'm not going to walk until tonight because it is blazing in Maryland, like blazing. So I took a loop and a half around my neighborhood and the birds were out. It was already hot. So I was kind of trekking it. It really wasn't a mindful walk today. It was like, get this walk done and get your butt in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's how hot it's been. Um, but overall this week, I've had a really easeful week. I took the best nap yesterday. I took two great naps this week, actually, like just on the couch. And I don't do that. Like I don't nap, but I have not had much on my calendar or I've canceled some things. I'm like, I just don't want to do anything. My birthday is July 25th. So as of today, it's three days away. And I'm just like, I don't want to do anything, but just like do nothing. <laughs> so I've been really just easeful and relaxing and taking my walks. Me and Ryan had a date night the other day. We're going away this weekend. And I'm just really looking forward to how I'm like walking into my 33rd year, you know, not super busy, really rooted in ease clarity. I'm feeling more grounded today than I was yesterday, but I'm doing well. The kids are good. All is well. 
Why do you think you're feeling more grounded? Isn't it interesting how each day, I don't know, I wake up and some days I'm like, ooh, all in my head and I feel like I'm disconnected from my walk and from my body. And then other days I wake up and I feel like so rooted and grounded. I wonder what that shift is. Do you have a sense? I think what I'm trying to learn how to do more of is just releasing control because because when I try to control or when I try to figure out like what's next or where I'm going or whatever, I just get more anxious and it causes me to suffer. Like I just am in my head suffering through the doubt, the negative thoughts, the overthinking about things that I want to happen that I have no control over happening. And so yesterday I sat on the top step of our house and I was just sitting and thinking and I was just like I just need to let go I am feeling so exhausted and so overwhelmed and it's because I am clinging and my dear teacher in my head Pema Chodron is always like Antiknakan. they're like the longer you hold on the tighter you hold on the more you suffer you know and so as I walk into 33, like, I don't want to be suffering. I don't want, and I know there's going to be moments of that, right? I know there's going to be moments, but it's like the redirection is the lesson. Like, how do I redirect from feeling in my head about things that I literally can't change? I have been just trying to release and let things be what they will and trust my ability and trust who I am in the world and trust myself and trust my career and just trust, trust, trust. And like, doing what I can to be easeful and also doing what I can knowing that that's all I can do. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hundred percent. I mean, our our favorite Thich Nhat Hanh says, "Go as the river." Whenever I get in that place too of holding, trying to sort of negotiate an outcome or a, that my next step, or yeah, I find my body. I mean, right now I'm I'm like clenching my hands and my shoulders are rolled over. Right instead of when I then get to that place, I think of these beautiful rivers, and yeah, I think that's what brings that groundedness and comfort and ease and it is that recognition that those things that we can we think we can hold on to those things that we think we can sort of negotiate mm-hmm. outcome in many cases we just really can't and so the the most loving thing that we can do for ourselves is trust that it will unfurl it will be as it is it will yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think for me, that sense of more groundedness arrives 
when I don't feel as if I'm trying to navigate or negotiate 10 steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what walking does for me. It's as I'm walking in many, in many situations and many times, I am just about the walking. I am not trying to negotiate. I am not trying to create an outcome, but that's taken practice. I will say that wasn't part of my walking experience the first year, maybe even not the second year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Took a while until I wasn't trying to solve everything in my head as I walked, right? It's just to show up for the walk. Yeah. Yeah. Like focusing on the step in front of us, not only when it comes to walking, right? Because that's all we can do in our walks, but when it comes to life, like where are we right now? Where are we today? Let's focus on that. Let's lean into that. Let's honor that, right? And so that's what I've been trying to do. Like even leading up to my birthday is always tender. Like it really starts June 25th, all the way up to July 25th and really through July. And like, I start to find some ease in August, but it's just like, I am, I wonder how many more years I'm going to have to go through. Like, it just feels like a rebirth every year. And I don't know if that's because I'm more in tune and aligned with myself in adulthood. I don't know why I feel so out of body leading up to my next year. Every year I struggle every year. And the goal is to just kind of like find ways to alleviate the struggle. Cause I know that it may always be that way, you know, the tenderness, but also taking inventory of like all I've accomplished and all I've done in these 33 years and like how glorious that is. And really not even 33 years, like the past 10 years, how much I've changed and evolved. And, you know, it's just, it's interesting to walk through that. It's interesting, especially like my walks have been tender this past month. I haven't really felt like going. I've gone. A lot of them have been like micro walks, like under 15 minutes. And you know, it's just like honoring what I need, but also staying committed to the going, right? Yeah. What is the uh, tenderness? I don't know. Yeah. I think when I try to think about it, I get overwhelmed because I feel like there's a lot of tenderness. There's a lot of things going, you know, like, yeah, it's a lot of things. I'm going to continue to think on that because it's hard to even process like in the moment, like what is that feeling? And that's okay. Like, I think that's like giving myself the grace to move through that and to walk through that is okay. And I, I hope that folks listening, like take that and put it in their back pocket. Like, it's okay. If you don't have the answers, it's okay. If your tenderness comes up for things that you thought you already dealt with. Like, I feel like a lot of my tenderness happens around my birthday because I was born to, I was just born to two people that didn't have the capacity to love and raise me in the way that I deserved as a child to be loved, protected and raised. And so I think that just, it's a lot of things swirling around like intergenerational trauma and inner child work and like healing and trying to be the best woman and mother I can be for myself, like truly reparenting and remothering myself and also to my kids, you know? So the tenderness is like, is deep. And it's okay if we don't have the answers today. 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think I think the thing about birthdays, to your point, is that in a way we can't help but look back, right? It's sort of birthdays are historic in some ways, right? And I mean, certainly our walking practice in many ways is about moving forward, right? And so there's to me, there's something interesting about the fact that as birthdays come up, you can't help but look back to your lineage, to your history, to your, for me, 60 years of experience. And, you know, often what comes up are things that are tender, that aren't healed yet, that haven't been looked at or seen or held closely or cherished. I think I spend a lot of time looking forward and certainly this walking practice is about moving forward. And I think it's interesting dynamic as birthday rolls into, you know, your month or your the week of your birthday, I can't help but take stock, look back, think back. For me, I think that tenderness is, oh, wow, look at all those things that perhaps could use a little more love, could use a little more attention. You know, maybe I tuck in my back pocket on my next walk and just carry with me and hold and nurture and nourish. So I think it's interesting. I think birthdays are historic moments in all of our lives and they can't help but unearth both the beautiful and the magical and the joyous and also the places where maybe there's still a little scratch that could use a little TLC. Mm-hmm. I feel that a hundred percent. So as you've been near and far the past few weeks, what have you been drinking? Goodness, like gallons of icy wherever I go. So actually in London, tea capital of tea drinkers, <laughs> I had a lot of Earl Grey in little charming teacups. <laughs> it was really fun. Up in Wales, oh my gosh, what was the name of that? I think it was a chocolate Earl Grey. And we were drinking them out of these old, wonderful enamel cups and sort of chipped and wonderful and well-worn. You can't help but think about what everybody ahead of you is drinking in those cups. And here today in New York, I went out for a beautiful walk through the flower market and then finished off with a Lapsang Souchong iced tea just with tons of ice, just billowing with ice. (laughs) And not terribly interesting cups, to be perfectly honest. I mean, aside from the little dainty teacups in London and and the enamel cup in Wales. How about you? I have been cold brewing hibiscus, peppercorns, cloves, and cinnamon. Oh my. (laughs) And I have been drinking iced hibiscus, clove, cinnamon, peppercorn tea for days. And it's so good. I mean, hibiscus is so good for the liver and for the digestion. So is cinnamon. And so... I have been having that on ice and then just some regular black tea, which I actually got from you. I didn't normally like black tea, just iced. I like it hot with milk, but I've been icing it and drinking it and it's been delicious. So those are in the fridge. I have not been drinking anything hot. It has been too damn hot, but a lot of iced herbal concoctions or iced black tea. Oh my gosh. And you make those concoctions, right? You make the, and where do you get the ingredients? 
Oh my gosh. Various places. There's a herb place that I love on Etsy. I forget the name, but if I can find it, I will put it in the link in the description for y'all. It's a great place to get like loose leaf teas and herbs to make your own blends, organic, really awesome. Yeah. So how did you come up with hibiscus and peppercorn? I have to say, when you say that, I thought, oh my gosh, for some reason that sounds so delicious. I love spicy. And I was like, I wonder what this will translate as in a tea. And it's like these Szechuan peppercorns. And it's just, I don't know. I just love making teas and I love making body care and things like that because I just love experimenting. And so I was like, if it's gross, I'll just toss it. But it wasn't gross. And I have been making it for weeks. So the shop, everybody, is called Grass Roots Herb Supply. And they are my favorite spot on Etsy. So yeah, just good. I'll have to send you a little jar. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes, please do. Because that sounds, and I never would have thought of those two ingredients together, but for some reason, hibiscus, peppercorn, cinnamon, that sounds incredible. Yep. And clove. Don't forget the clove. Oh, clove. Yeah. Spicy. It almost sounds like a cold chai in a funny way. I mean, like, with all the peppercorn and the, yeah. I made, it's so interesting too. I made, so a friend of mine doesn't drink caffeine. So I made her a nettle tea with, so it was a nettle base with cardamom, star anise, rose petals, ginger, and peppercorn and vanilla beans. And she was like, this is giving me everything I need. <laughs> and so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So uh, Alex's tea blends coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so glad we got to talk today. I love you. And everybody feel free to join our walking community over at this morning walk on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen everybody's locations recently. There was a photograph on there. I think it was last night from Nairobi, Kenya. And it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. We just, I love seeing where everybody's walking. So please feel free to tag us. It's so joyous to all be walking separately and together. Separately and together. I love you. I miss you. I will see you soon and safe travels. Okay. Bye. Bye. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram, me, Alex L., and me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time, take care. Thanks Thanks for for walking walking with us. us.